0: Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. This is Shannon, and I'm your host. And you're listening to the Goddess Morning Show podcast, where you can tune in every weekday morning for an approximately 20-minute long episode to start your day with updates on things that matter to a community of awake and conscious individuals who seek the divine feminine in all we do. We sift through all the copious amounts of information on the internet to bring you news and information on the things that matter to you. Tune in to hear about environmental news and book releases, interviews with thought leaders influencing the awakening of humanity, the moon phases, planetary positions, crystal healing, herbal and holistic health, guidance on green living, and that's just naming a few. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to us on right now. Be blessed. Namaste. Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. Today is Friday, March 27th, 2020. This is the Goddess Morning Show, and I am your host, Shannon. Thank you so much for joining us. So I wanted to kind of pick up where we left off yesterday on an article about witchcraft during the coronavirus. And this article was written by Willow Rose. And it comes to us from patheos.com. So I'm going to kind of pick up where we left off. And it just talks, it's now going to talk about nutrition, as far as taking care of ourselves during the time of the coronavirus. And she says, As an herbal witch, I put great stock in healthy nutrition to build immunity as a lifestyle not only in an emergency. However, there are remedies you can employ to now give your immune system a boost. Vitamin C natural sources are best, like citrus fruit and many fruits we think of as tropical, like cantaloupe, kiwi, strawberries, cranberries, sweet peppers, dark green veggies like kale and broccoli. However, now would be a good time to consider supplements. Vitamin C is non-toxic and water-soluble, so safe to take increased amounts. Prepared doses such as those in products like emergency or airborne are easy to take daily. Elderberry syrup, which is widely available commercial now, is quite easy to make, and she buys the dried berries in bulk to make a large batch each cold and flu season. The elderberries, along with other antiviral antiviral ingredients, are in short supply in this crisis. Luckily, there are not only the berries to offer immune-boosting properties. Sour cherries, you can probably purchase them canned or frozen, and cranberries, look for frozen, offer support. Don't forget that you can get many of these berries and other antioxidants and antiviral herbs in commercial teas, a lesser known source that may be in short supply yet due to hoarding. Some information suggests that viruses have a cold nature and should be countered with hot energies. Fire cider is excellent for this, including many herbals that are hot both literally and energetically, but that also have antiviral energies. A simple Google search will turn up many recipes. Most will recommend cold steeping for up to six weeks. To hasten that, I heated up my vinegar before adding to the other ingredients. I steeped for a few days before straining. Once again, whether you're using commercially prepared remedies or making your own, give them a magical boost by calling to the energies and infusing your intentions of protection and healing. Magical allies. If you work with gods, goddesses, spirits, demons, or animal allies, now is the time to call them to your purpose. I have, another, I have a panther spirit that's been with me since childhood. I won't reveal the details of how or where I've put this spirit to work. I have been told by those trying to approach me energetically for healing purpose and who had no idea this spirit resides with me that there was a large and menacing cat keeping them away. So definitely appeal to your allies for protection. Feeding the energy. As witches, we know that we are connected to all living things through the universal life force. The energy we send out is the energy that multiplies. Resist generating unnecessary fear and doubt. Instead, shape your precautions around respect for the power of another living entity. Consider, too, that you are already energetically connected to the virus through the web and therefore have influence. Fully protect yourself from receiving its harmful effect, but also healing it. Remember that viruses mutate, another form of transformation. Send healing energy believing that the virus can transform into something harmless to other life. A seven-day candle spell would be good for this kind of magic, and the new moon would be an excellent time to begin it. In the same vein of being mindful of what you send out, please do not share and promote conspiracy theories, woo-woo, or not. This is a virus generated out of the natural world, which functions supremely well to protect itself. This is not a partisan attempt on the part of any political party or faction to keep or gain control, enact martial law, or usher in socialism to destroy the economy or to reduce population. And it's not aliens. This is an act of nature. Call it Mother Earth, Earth if you want, but she is doing her best to shake what has become a threatening parasite off her back, humankind. If you want to convince others of things that are hard to believe, convince them of that. Convince them that if and, if and until our parasitic actions stop, we may subdue this virus, but there will be another. There will be more fires, more floods, more droughts, because Mama Earth knows what. that if she can rid herself of the rapidly multiplying human virus that is threatening to kill her, she will recover quite nicely." All right. So our next article was written by Reverend Lady Beltane, and this is for black pepper essential oil. And I got this through an email. And there is also um, a shout out goes to Tess Whitehurst from Llewellyn's, which is Date Book Twenty Twenty on page thirty one. This was an article that was referencing that date book. So it says, black pepper essential oil is energizing, grounding, and protective. Inhaling the scent awakens the mind and fills us with awareness of our own power and strength. If you need an extra dose of courage, take some deep breaths, open a bottle, and take a whiff. Feel the power of pepper filling your awareness and energy field, bolstering your confidence, and awakening your sense that whatever it is, you can do it. Psychic work can enhance by the scent of black pepper. Inhale it while looking deeper into a situation to give intuitive insight. It has unique ability to tether you to the physical realm while simultaneously stimulating your third eye and awakening your crystal clear inner knowing. And by bolstering physical energy, it can be useful for psychics and intuitives who tend to feel drained while otherwise utilizing their gifts. Create a charm for focus and confidence, which is helpful for things like job interviews and test taking, by tying a hematite into muslin with red yarn. Anoint it with essential oil of of pepper and keep it with you as needed. Refresh the essential oil with each use. I'm getting a jump on spring cleaning and I'm sending these last few weeks of winter giving away what I've already read or am no longer wearing. It's a time of shedding old papers but also revisiting old memories in the form of pics and letters. I'm amazed by how much energy is moving through my house and as a result. One thing that's been tricky for me is releasing old magical tools. One friend of mine says, don't keep what you don't use. It makes me wonder if keeping old trinkets from long ago rituals or tools I've barely touched may have thought I'd one day use was actually keeping much of my magic stagnant. I knew it was time to let things go But is it bad to let go of something that was once magical? No, the items told me, we're ready to rest. Here's what they told me to do pray over old herbs, thank them for their work, scatter in a park or forest, or respectfully leave in the compost, break old candles away from you, declare that their work is done, tell old tools that their work is done and give away to a friend or a thrift store, or dismantle and return biodegradable items to the earth. Enjoy the New Physical and Energetic Space in Your Home and Life, and that was written by Courtney Weber, and she's also an author on patheos.com. All right, so uh, the new moon was in Aries, and it's the first new moon um, that we're talking about, well, it's not the first new moon of this year, but I think it's the first new moon in Aries of this astrological new year. Aries is a bold sign, a leader by design that takes initiative to be the first. The new moon gives us an opportunity to take the initiative in our life and lead by example. So here's a tarot deck for this new moon tarot reading. It was the Moon Child Tarot by Danielle Knoll. And the tarot cards that were drawn were the Ace of Swords, Nine of Cups, and the Emperor. And it says, here is a new moon in Aries tarot message for what this new moon may bring for us. This is a time when clear thinking and proper actions are taken considering the circumstances of what is happening globally and locally. Choose your words and actions carefully. Think before you take action and think about the consequences or ramifications think two or three steps ahead. This is also a great time for new ideas and finding solutions. Many people are working collectively and collaboratively to find solutions to this pandemic and how to work around situations so that some sort of normalcy and routine can exist in our daily lives, however, adapted to circumstances and protocols put in place. This is the time to find new ideas and strategies. An excellent time to also journal and record events and diaries or create collections of information and statistics because this is a historical event happening now. Make wishes for what you want to happen in the next few months, both for yourself and others. This new moon will be an excellent time to make your wish that you want to manifest over the next 12 months. This is all about the long haul and long term. This will be a long term new moon and will take months to manifest. However, it will slowly but surely happen. Think about your long term goals and wishes and work on them during the new moon. Light a candle and make your wish. This is a time of listening to authorities in health and science, but also taking action in your own life. Be your own boss because many of the events happening now will require us to take action and take the lead. We must lead by example and protect others and ourselves. This new moon will release what the governments have been doing and will restructure many organizations. I'm sorry, it says this new moon will reassess what the governments have been doing and will restructure many organizations. This is a shift in how we handle and manage our daily tasks and work. This is not only a time to restructure work, business, and government, but also our daily lives and find better solutions to simplify and improve our lives and work. Mars energy is strong at this time considering that Mars and Pluto were conjunct March 23rd at 24 degrees Capricorn. This energy will be felt for a couple of days before and after the conjunction. This may be adding fuel to the fire and motivation to tear it all down, rebuild, and restructure. Add this to the Sun and Aries will add a bit of tension to make it happen when put under pressure. This will increase later in Aries season when the sun will square Pluto on April 14th of this year. However, some optimism may be felt when Jupiter conjunct Pluto happens on April 4th. The new moon in Aries will bring passion, determination, and leadership within all of us to set goals, but astrologically may be touch and go for the next month or two. Make your wishes, be an example of leadership at home, think clearly, and be part of the solution. Stay safe and healthy, everyone. And that was written by tarotpugs.com. And uh, you can find her website at tarotpugsreadings.com or tarotpugs.com. All right. Our next article from mindbodygreen.com is sidestep negative energy with these six crystals. And this article was written by Julie Scon on February 11th of this year. It says, as a meditation teacher, one question that I get often is, what can I do to protect myself from toxic people and their energy? Of course, there are many layers to this one, but crystals are one accessible and beautiful tool that I always like to suggest. While there are plenty of crystal skeptics out there, I'm someone who believes in these relics of the earth that have been used for centuries. Fun fact, Roman warriors carried hematite in battle for physical protection, and ancient royal tombs are layered with lapis lazuli for protection in the afterlife. While they won't do all the work for you, crystals can help remind you or your intentions to stay positive. Here are six of my favorite crystals to call on for protection from unwanted energies. Number one, of course, is clear quartz. Clear quartz is one of the most dynamic crystals, and it's thought to be helpful in both deflecting negativity and attracting positivity. It is also very impressionable, so it's important to set a clear and direct intention when you're working with this stone. Wear it as a necklace or ring to shield yourself from negativity throughout the day. Remember to set a specific intention for how you hope to navigate the world with this crystal in tow. Number two, black tourmaline. This one is great for creating a more positive living space and work environment. Black tourmaline is a powerful protector stone with the ability to ground a space and clear it of negativity. To clear negativity from your living space, place black tourmaline by the front door or in each corner of your home or to take it to the next level. If you happen to work in a toxic environment or with negative people, Place a piece of black tourmaline on your desk for a nice layer of energy protection. Number three, black obsidian. Black obsidian carries a calming and positive energy that can help you remember to look on the bright side of things. For rough days, store black obsidian in a special place where it's easy to grab and take with you. Or if you drive a lot and tend to get frustrated by traffic, keep one in your car for peace of mind. Number four, black jade. This crystal can help you tap into your intuition and steer clear of negative people and situations. Sometimes it can be difficult to see where negativity is coming from, but black jade can help you tune in to the root source. Consider black jade your personal energy guardian and take it with you when you're traveling or setting out on a new adventure. Number five, pyrite. Pyrite is a beautiful stone with a gold hue that is thought to help shield you from the harmful effects that technology can have on the mind and body. Place a small pyrite cube between yourself and your computer as you work. Pyrite's beautiful coloring can also be a creativity booster, so it is the perfect crystal to have on your desk when you're starting a new project. Number six, smithsonite. Smithsonite is a beautiful and soothing stone that can help calm the emotions and connect you to your heart center. It's relaxing, beautiful, and calming to look at. Place Smithsonite in a special place in your home to send the message of connectivity and unconditional love. Alright, our next article, also from mindbodygreen.com, is 20 ways to feel good and do good in the world starting now. And this was written February 4th of this year. And it says, these days, the word sustainability gets thrown around so frequently, it's hard to even know what it means anymore. For us, it's taking steps, no matter how small, to protect and restore the gift that is our planet. We've always believed that we can't truly be healthy if our planet isn't. And we're all about brands like REBBL, Rebel, that exist to heal and nurture both. For Rebel, eating healthy and doing good are two sides of the same coin. Behind this, B delicious plant-based functional beverages are the ethical, regenerative business practices the brand was founded on, with a goal to create positive social and environmental impact around the world. And this ethos inspired us to make a list of ways to live well and do good in our world, locally and beyond. Below, check out 20 action items that support the vision of the future we all want to see. I'm sorry, and this article was written by Krista Soriano. Number one, shop intentionally. It's not just about consuming less and supporting brands with practices that benefit the greater good. Also, consider slower shipping options, waiting until cart has multiple items before checking out. And factoring in a product's beginning and end of life as you shop. Asking how and where it was made, how long will it last, and can it be recycled? Number two, declutter consciously. When something's no longer of use, sparkling joy, sparking joy, be sure to get rid of it responsibly. Number three, be picky with your plastic. 99% of what goes into plastic is derived from fossil fuels, a key contributor to CO2 emissions then, It stays in the environment for hundreds of thousands of years. While it's unrealistic to completely opt out of plastic right now, especially when it comes to packaging for food safety, we can choose better types. From compostable plastic made from plants to post-consumer plastic made from recycled plastic without fossil fuels, Rebel is one of the first in the industry to shift its packaging to 100% recycled and recyclable plastic bottles. Number four, become a recycling pro. The rules for what's recyclable differ depending on where you live. Just search how to recycle in wherever you live to check your local guidelines and read up on the most common do's and don'ts there. Number five, travel sustainably. Booking sites like bookdifferent.com can help you calculate your carbon footprint per night based on your destination and give you options for eco-friendly accommodations. If it makes sense, consider smaller scale accommodations or even homestays to help support the local economy. Think a farm stay that uses solar power, serves organic food, and employs locals. Number 6, prioritize plants. Eating plant-based is the healthiest diet for the planet. And the good news is, it's not a diet at all, but a way of thinking. Try going vegan for breakfast and stating meatless Mondays or keeping your daily diet to 80% food from plant-based sources and 20% meat, dairy, and eggs. Rebel's plant-based protein drinks offer an easy morning swap or snack option. Number seven, rethink your meat. Make every bite of meat count. Go for foods that sourced from humanely raised animals that contain no hormones and no antibiotics. Grass-fed is better for not only the planet, but it's also better for your body. Number eight, support regenerative practices. Regenerative farming practices are all about restoring health to the Earth's ecosystem, helping to reverse climate change and improve our food systems simultaneously. Get involved with this emerging trend by joining a regenerative-focused CSA and supporting brands that are already doing it. Number nine, organize your fridge. To lower food waste and manage leftovers better, set your fridge for success. Try a system like FIFO, first in, first out, new items always go to the back, and older food comes to the front to be finished stat. Number 10, consider composting. A small free option, freeze your food scraps and drop them off at your local composting bin every week. Number 11, map out low-waste restaurants. Bon appetit! You might discover a new favorite. Number 12, but try more home cooking. Less takeout means fewer takeout containers and packaging. Bonus points for shopping ingredients at your local farmer's market. Number 13, start educating yourself. Bulk up your summer reading list with a book or watch a documentary about an environmental issue. You'll feel informed and inspired by ideas that can help make a future a bit brighter. Make it fun by starting a book club or hosting a documentary viewing party. Number 14, keep things circular. Regenerative waste-led design isn't just happening to your favorite plant protein elixirs. The circular economy, aka creating things that can be used multiple times and designing out that end-of-life step altogether, is growing in the furniture space, the fashion world, and beyond. Number 15. Invest responsibly. Aside from making a switch to a greener energy company if it's available to you, consider where you bank and what in your investments are funding. FYI, fossil fuel projects are still being funded by big banks. Researching ethical banking options and making changes accordingly is one way to help put pressure on big banks to do better. 16. Plant something. If you're lucky enough to have your own plot of green space, support the local biodiversity by planting native varieties versus imported plants. This tool, which there's a link, can give you a list of local plants ranked by the number of species they support. Let's all help save the bees. And I will post that link in the show's notes. Number 17, lend your time. Volunteer at a local park or beach cleanup when you can. Number 18, consider lending other resources too. The effect of climate change has never been closer to home, affecting whole regions and natural wildlife, and the calls to action have never been more urgent. Many groups doing the work rely on donations to keep it up. Just be sure to do some research on how to help out most effectively. Number 19, tag a friend. Inspire a friend to do more good along with you, and you just double your impact. Number 20 keep talking. It's easy to feel overwhelmed when there's lots of work to be done, but if you look close enough, the needle is moving. Let's keep the good news front and center in our conversations and share our own personal tips and stories because even though our actions are individual, we are far from alone. All right, that's our episode for today. Thank you again for joining me and I hope that everyone is out there staying safe, being sensible, being kind to one another, patient with those that you're stuck in the house with on quarantine. And I send out blessings to be healthy to each and every one of you and those you love. Namaste. This episode of The Goddess Morning Show is brought to you by From Ashes we Rise 2com where you can get wellness coaching using holistic methods of healing, purchase our handcrafted, custom-blended, organic, non-GMO herbal teas that are crafted with love, and also order hand-poured soy candles infused with love and pure essential oils and herbs to heal using aromatherapy. Visit our website at fromasheswerise2.com. That's fromasheswerise with the number 2.com to read more about these products and services. Have a blessed day.